Stone Cold Steve Austin knows that the opinions of beer podcast exist in this world. And opinions, opinions, and beer. Two guys and another guy will never happen again. Hello, welcome again to opinions and beer. It's funny, right? Damn it, beer. I'm sorry, we had to redo the intro because uh, Keenan tried to deafen you all. <laughs> beer! <laughs> yeah. uh, be, uh, opinions and beer, that's what he meant to say. But no, me and my friends, like that, that's been the style of comedy all day. Like We've just yeah. been screaming at each other, and it, it's, it's, still, it's still on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, here we are, Keenan. We've done it. Our second... Be- oh, we don't... Guys. Guys. Today's... Beer, beer of, the, of day. the day is brought to you by Opinions and Beer. Oh, yeah. That's right. That. That's such a flex. That's right. Yeah. So this is our second beer that we're going to be trying. This is the Nomad. The Nomad Brown L. Now, this is the Nomad is obviously based off of our interview with Daniel Nelson. Daniel Nelson, who plays Cabal. So this is a Cabal awesomely ball beer. This is Cabal like beer. Better actors of that movie too. One of the greater <laughs> actors of that movie. Uh, this beer is around four point two to four point uh, like eight percent in alcohol by volume. It was discovered in the Black Dragon Hideout. Cabal's Brown Ale is brewed with unique flavors, including the oil that the Nomad uses for his sores. Dun, dun, dun. So this is a, a a brown ale. You don't really see much brown ales recently uh, anymore. Um, I even have a list. I'll bring I'll bring up a list, and I'm I'm gonna say, Hey, Keenan, have you tried this brown ale? And we'll look at the brown ales. Like, bro, I think I've only tried one brown ale. So let's see. He's gonna, oh, he's gonna pop it open. Woo! Yeah. And these these are these somehow carbonated a lot better. I don't know if it's the yeast or just or just what's up. I th- I think it's like a mixture of the yeast and the, it's like the lower ABV and there's not really um weird. Sh- oh, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> kind of like, looking at it like uh. I know, bro. <laughs> I started I started pouring myself a bigger glass. Is it the same? Yeah, enough. Okay. Yeah. Now uh, so the first thing you're gonna notice that this is like washing away in the in the in the wetness. <laughs> That's because I had to make this. Label. I have a. I have a. I have a label. A sticker maker. So Adam's been waiting to tell the story till we're on the podcast. So I don't know the story either. So how did that come to be? Okay. Let, let me let me jump on this before we even review the beer. If you want to, if you want to see us review the beer instantly, go to YouTube and watch our behind the scenes video of the making of the Nomad because we did a whole review already on this beer over there. This is a just a podcast version of our review so be sure to go to youtube watch the nomad behind the scenes and our first our first reactions to this beer now if you like look, and subscribe now if you see the picture you'll see the <laughs> you'll see the labels kind of silly looking has we have cabal he's right here and then we have like this makeshift brewery they're like in a dungeon like the underground little uh, cavern and there's like a brewery system set up and then me and keenan are in in our anime forms are kind of peeking out around the corners and like stuff. Toasties, toasty, exactly <laughs> like toasties. Now here's the story about everything that this is that that's going on with this label. First of all, our our main artist is making he he's kind of he was backlogged, right? Oh yeah, yeah I already about that. but I I had already submitted. This and he, request? No, a request. Yeah. I've I had already submitted a request 
which uh, I think he just started work. He just was able to get to it, so he's, he's working on it now. Or uh, we're in line. We're finally in line to be worked on. Uh, basically, our IPA, our IPA is going to have a good label. <laughs> you, know, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, did you like uh, just add it? Like you made this yourself? Like the the image even? Yeah, to like cut. Like you found the brewery image and you put Cabal on there. And yeah, yeah, exactly. I had, to, I had to like, yeah, yeah I had to use like a photo maker or something like this weird I got, I to photo app. Photoshop, but it, like, yeah, well, it's, I, yeah, I don't even know if you can call it Photoshop. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of, it's kind of like a Photoshop. It's like a cheaper Photoshop. Yeah, but um, basically what happened was, so he was, we were in line for our IPA. So our IP, our IPA picture is still in line. He just got really busy uh, recently. And um, so I said, well, maybe I can find another artist so that when one's busy, we can do another one. And you, you were that artist. No, <laughs> I was not. Yeah. And I've actually... The copy and paste program was that I artist. actually, I actually paid somebody... <laughs> to do this? Half, no. Oh, I paid somebody, I paid somebody half, I, I gave someone a down payment to make us uh, a Cabal label... It was gonna be badass, but I don't know if he's dead or what, because he ever since that ever since I gave him the down payment, he has not been. Oh, that's any, scary! Like he already he paid has, him. Yeah, he half. Yeah, so he well, hasn't like given him a dime, and he ain't done shit yet. Well, yeah, but I, but he hasn't even posted like any picture. Like like he had any he, he had to been getting your money. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. He, he had been very he'd been very active. On all of his, like, because he has, like, official. So you paid them. Well, he has, like, he has, like, official, <laughs> official artist websites, and he posts, yeah. he's posting his pictures, like, every, every month, and then, you know, like, oh, I'm doing commissions, doing commissions, like, every month he's doing commissions, and then we're talking about it, and we're about to do it, and then I say, oh, well, I told him, hey, I will have to wait till next week, and he goes, okay, cool, cool, we're talking, and then I sent it, I sent him it, but I hadn't heard from him, and I, he hasn't posted nothing new, no new art. He took no, your money and ran. <laughs> oh my god! It's like, well, it's Vietnamese, so it's like. So he ain't got to run. He can just stay put. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, I have a friend that is a great artist. She's doing uh, me and my friends, uh, are we're trying to put together our own uh, TV show, our own animated series, and you know it's a. Uh, it's come together slowly because yeah. we're just you know it's all DIY you know yeah yeah uh, but uh. We just got a hold of this uh, artist, and she's like eager to do a lot of art for us and stuff. And I could talk to her about doing art for opinions and beer as well. That'd be crazy. But for thing about that is like she's like you know she'll like draw it up on a paper that doesn't do us any good. Like you need it on a computer and shit, right? Yeah, I do. I don't know. I guess. Well, I mean, that's why I did this though. Okay, so look. <laughs> oh, I thought the story was over. There's more. I uh. Boy, wait. There's more. You can see that the nomad parts are uh, rubbing away because this is uh, obviously it's just regular paper, regular paper and pr printer. Uh, anyways, uh, so long story short, I started getting worried and I bought a sticker maker. It's like this little turn, this turn knob sticker maker, and all all day I've been I'd had printed a bunch of uh, these size pictures. You had to cut them yourself, and cut what? I cut them. And ran them through the sticker maker and stuck them on the bottles. Like you cut this square, run it through the sticker maker, and then repeat. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Bro, that brings back some memories, though. When I was a kid, I had fun with fucking sticker makers like that. Oh, yeah. Bro, that, that's just, I just got a flashback of memories of, uh, of there's this game. Do you remember Pog? 
Yes. Uh, dude, I had a pog maker. Oh! And you could take any image and run it through. Like, like there's a circle on the top of this pog maker. And you just line the image you want to perfect with that circle. Press the button. And bam, that image is on your pog. Yeah. So that was cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Dang pogs. What happened to pogs? Uh, everyone realized that they're like cardboard or at best plastic that everyone was paying top dollar to play with. <laughs> what, how, how do you do it? Uh, uh, yeah, like, okay, so you get, you got your pogs and you got your slammer, yeah. right? All right, so you get a stack of pogs and you stack them high. And uh, it, I think it's like, I, I barely remember now. I think it's like debated on like how much you want to like, each pog is like a bet, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you know, when you place a bet in a gambling table, you, you, you put forth so many pogs as a bet and everyone else puts forth their pogs and it's put in one stack. And you gotta take turns slamming the slammer down on the stack of pogs. You can do it like so many different ways. You can literally just kind of like toss your slammer at the pile, or you can like hit it down like that. And like where it just kind of goes all over the place, right? And any pogs with the image facing up, you get to keep. And the, oh! Yeah, and like the it's either like the person with the most pogs wins, or when you run out of pogs, you lose. That's and crazy. You can play for keeps, like if uh. Every pog with the image on the face up is yours, and you're taking other people's pogs, and they're, they're, they're like those people's pogs are gone. They're yours now. What's the rarest pogs? The pog branded, well, not rare. Yeah, they, they had pog brands. You know, it had this caveman and shit. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, let's see. I want to look at this up real quick. Pogs, uh, top, top priced pogs. Well, they're all going to be top priced now because they're rare. Look, sure. 20 valuable pogs that are worth a decent amount of money. Jurassic Park pogs. Let's see. Barbie pogs. And Let's see what the, it is. Yeah, that was one of the coolest things about them is they had a pog for everything. Oh, yeah, this is this was August 9th, 2019, so it's not Wait, too what? far along. Wait, like, no, like. 2019. The post is 2019. Yes, yes. Not the creation of the pogs. I was like, what? No, they're no, still no. making pogs? For $1 million. Jesus. Oh, with the, oh, it's this oh, dude, yeah, that's all Jurassic Park slammers. Yeah, Holo, dude, you can get holographic slammers. They're the top. They're the yeah. Shit, Six pog hologram set with slammer with slammer set with slammer. One one million, million dollars, dollars is the number one. Yeah, dude, we're talking like this is a a bad of the early nineties and shit. These these pogs feature armor from nineties blockbuster Jurassic Park. Also require a blockbuster budget. Whew, is this wild? Number two, heavy brass pog slammer, seventy nine ninety nine. See, that's just like some. Of them, dude, so if one like, was a million, and now we're at the eighty dollar line. But yeah, oh dude, and like this is like twice the thickness of your typical slammer. This is a very special slammer because this is like twice, if not like two and a half times thicker than a regular slammer. That like that slammer is thick as fuck. Yeah, but you see, like that image on top, it's like nothing from anything. Like dude, that was the early nineties when like. Images like that weren't cliche, burnt out, and like, meh, that ain't cool. Like, <laughs> like a skull just with flames coming off the top of it. Yeah, it was like, new. Oh, bro, that's was the coolest new. shit ever. Or like, no, nah, I remember like an eight ball with flames on it. And I was like, bro, this is rad. Because, <laughs> you know, it was the 90s. We said rad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This slammer could be a slam dunk for your bank account when you sell it for $79.99. Let's see. Stussy Pog for $200. I have no fucking idea what that is. Even. What's a Stussy? I have no idea. It's just like, it's probably another. Oh, it's a brand. Oh, it's though. a surf brand. Oh. Yeah. 
So like it's a, it's yeah it's a pog of your favorite surf company. Oh. Pog for fucking everything, bro. Most this pog goes for more than most dusty products. Like there's Pokemon, <laughs> there are Pokemon pogs and Magic Reggie the Gathering surf pogs. No. for for jar irity. I don't know. Uh, Ten piece Marilyn Monroe pog set one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. And that's just dude. Look at this. These are little cardboard circles <laughs> with Marilyn Monroe's picture. Just kind of plastered on it. Anyone can make this at home. They made it? No, I'm, I'm, these are probably official pogs. I'm saying you could re- recreate this perfectly, and people are out here paying like 1250 on on it because like that it's nostalgia. That's why. How, how much? Is, how much is that per piece? What's ten divided by 1250? One thousand. The old calculator. One thousand two fifty divided by ten. One two fifty. Divided by 10. Divided by 10. It's $125 per pog. Oh, $125 per, per piece of car- circle. How much is cardboard? One cent. For, <laughs> for like that little circle of cardboard, like five cents. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, right, let's say the cardboard's like a dollar. Let's just go chalk dollar with the cardboard. And in the paper image of Marilyn Monroe that's plastered on the cardboard, that's five cents. Jesus. Number five, uh, Pog the Official Game, complete with 1,000 plus Pogs and 21 Slammers, $129. No, yeah, that's worth it right there. Pog, the official game. For, like, the rareness and nostalgia of Pog. Pog is not made anymore. If, you, if you're getting some shit like this, it's from somebody. Well, that's cool. It has, like, a... It used to have an actual, like, board. Oh, no. Well, like, you can buy Pog or... what They're, they're called arenas. Because, like, it's just a little uh, sanctioned area for you to play Pog. Dude, I went all out. Like, for, again, going back to, like, it was the 90s and, and like, shit that was cool back then is just, like, so fucking lame now. But, uh, I had this Pog arena... That was like a buzzsaw, like with the blades coming out. It was a plastic little buzzsaw, like with the, you know, the blades coming out of it. It looked exactly yeah. like a buzzsaw, except this plastic. And it had like this punk rock skeleton in it. And it would like, you know, it had like the mo- mohawk and uh, and like some punk clothes and shit. And it was just like that punk rock skeleton was on the uh, center of the, the buzzsaw looking pog arena. And it was awesome. And that wasn't even the best one, dude. I had this one that was really huge. It was just... It was almost like some gambling game set. Because, <laughs> like, it was a huge circle, and there was, like, dugouts around the circle for, or, like, there's uh, areas for four people to sit, and there's areas in front of you to put your pogs, and then there's, like, this indented area where you play the pogs. And it That's just, crazy. Like, it was, like, yeah, it was, like, the most professional pog arena. Quote, a lot of quotations oh my God. Most professional pog arena that you could buy. I had that shit. Hashtag stepdaddy's money. Jesus Christ. Is this the caveman you were talking about? Exactly. That is that the, is the pog, That's the uh, pog caveman. He's basically it? a giant oh, teeth man. And he dude, has like, giant teeth. I loved pogs when I, when I was a kid. I had a, a stuffed animal of the pog caveman. No, you didn't. Yeah. And, like, dude, like, I, I for the long, like, I loved having pogs of my favorite fandoms and shit yeah but i love more just having pog pogs and i'd be like people like oh like check out my jurassic park pogs i'd be like bro like all that matters is pog pogs <laughs> <laughs> uh, those aren't like official bro you can't use your jurassic pog park pogs these are official tournament. look i'm just joking are these official or no, they're just no, random no, i'm just joking it's not like tournaments are all like no only pog pogs but i was like that because i was so obsessed with the game that i was like Pog Pogs are where it's at, bro. Yeah, Pog Pogs. 
a thousand. Also, it's fun to say pogs. What's pogs. crazy is some of these are like, yeah, look, this is six pogs for a million dollars. Where this the the game comes with a thousand pogs. Yeah, but like in twenty one uh, slammers. Are, for one, those six are slammers. Oh, six. Was, so that's different. And no, it's with rarity. slammer. These are pogs. Wait, oh, st- uh, pog- these are pogs. Oh my god! This, yeah, this you're slammer. right. Oh, but they're holog- holog- dude. Holographic pogs were like you were the. It's uh, just like okay. holographic cards with any other kind of game, or like you had the holographic pog- pogs. You were the shit, you know. Yeah. Uh, the Simpsons, the, the the Simpsons Magic Box complete set of 115 pogs and 24 slammers, 99.99. Dude, and like this shit back in the day would be like 20 bucks, and I'd be like, "Mom, give me that," and she would, and fucking these the the um, Simpsons collection. Well, I'm just saying, maybe like, that amount of pogs in general. Yeah, 150. How, how many came in a box? Uh... It's hard to remember, bro. I was like 10 or 5 or some shit. There's not no uh, 100 Pogs no, in, a, no, in, no. A, like, in a set. I bet you're buying two Pogs for 20 bucks. No. Well, well, back in the day when it was like out and new? Yeah. No, it was like it's like cards. Like you get like a set of 10 for $10 or some shit. It, it depends, dude. It's like the way they line up uh, cards and, 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 and comic book stores now, they have Pogs lined up like that in like fucking 94 and shit. Yeah. Uh Dude, I can't begin to remember exactly this. How how set. sucky how sucky like would a, it be to lose a booster pack of pogs. if you lost if you gambled with a well like it depends on you like you ain't gotta play for keeps no I know but a lot of people are like they don't fuck with people that don't play with for keeps yeah dude yeah. like we got fucking serious with this shit bro like literally imagine like bro you wanna play pogs hell yeah man but <laughs> no playing for keeps man I just got these pogs nah bro I don't fuck with anyone that don't play for keeps man that's some fucking kid shit <laughs> that's some kid you know, shit come back when you feel like growing up bro and losing your pogs what <laughs> look Super Nintendo Slammer Board and Case with 22 Nintendo Cap $99. Oh, look, so this is the board. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's board. an example. Of the Slammer board is like, I call them arenas, but yeah, Slammer board is like what it is. Oh, uh, okay. Like, see, like, imagine, like, again, that's probably just like a plastic circle like my buzzsaw was. Yeah. Like, I had a buzzsaw like that, punk rock dude in the middle. Okay. But nothing beats the fucking, like, that's, a, that, that's what do they call it, a Slammer or what? Slammer board in case. All right, see, that's a slammer caps. board. But the one thing I was talking about with the grooves and shit where everybody yeah. had a, their own spot, that was a goddamn arena. Yeah, arena. <laughs> that was a pog arena, bro. I think that's even what it said on the box when I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> pog arena. Pog arena. Uh, for $85, you can get yourself a Michael Jordan pog with aluminum slammers. Oh, you got to think about the time. Like, my, Michael Jordan was the yeah. fucking shit back then, you know? Damn, he had a bunch of pogs. Oh, dude, well, he was he was peaking, you know, and like everybody played pogs, dude. Like not just the nerds and the geeks, dude. Like, like yeah, probably Michael Jordan probably played pogs. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, like basketball fans back then were playing pogs. Yeah, yeah. Holographic metal Yankee slammers, eighty nine ninety nine. Yeah, damn these dick ass slammers. I never had slam. I think I had like one slammer that that was that. That was thick. Yeah, that's, again, that's like twice the thickness of them. Glow in the Dark, 100 Pog, Dragon Ball Z, 99.99. Where's my money? $100 for take my money. 100 Dragon Ball Z Pogs. Complete set. Oh, my God. Uh, dude, I, I had... Look, Vegeta, Piccolo. I was, but, but going back to the Pog Maker, and that coincides with me, being the time that I was obsessed with Dragon Ball Z, 
I had a hundred Dragon Ball Z pogs made by me. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> you made them. The whole thing is like, yeah, well, you have to go out and buy specific sheets of blank pog, and that's how you know exactly how much the 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 card, like the the how cheap they fucking are. Like you can buy a whole like I don't remember now, but I bet you like we're only paying like five dollars for like a whole sheet of pogs. Oh really? Cardboard to make your own pogs. But yeah, you had to go and find. Where'd like, you get these pictures from? Anyways, like. Anywhere, like magazines, posters, wherever you feel like cutting a circle out of. Okay. Literally. And, like, it had its own adhesive uh, appliance that, like, it doesn't, like, unless it was, like, weird and thick. Like, any piece of paper with an image on it can be turned and can be plastered on that pop. That's weird. Was it sticky? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it, it didn't start out, like, you know, you can put, like, a magazine uh, page right into that pog maker okay. and pop on it and it, it takes that image puts it to, on some stickiness and puts it on the pog ah that's pretty crazy yeah and when it cuts it into a perfect circle right where you lined it up and shit nice so like yeah and I would use magazines were my go to you know and, and especially I had anime mag- magazines uh, a monthly subscription to anime magazines solely so I can totally turn as many like Butcher that anime magazine into like making my own pogs. Yeah. Whole reason why I had the anime magazine magazine subscription <laughs> so was for pog. pog making. That's crazy. Yeah, you know. Oh, so man. I I probably literally no joke did have a hundred for forty five dollars you can get a pog custom milk cat maker. Oh, that's what they were called. Milk oh, cat. dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there it. it is. The pog no, maker. Dude, that is exactly it, bro. All my childhood. <laughs> forty five bucks. Yeah, dude, now it's probably like fucking 20 bucks back then, 15 or 10 if it's 45 now. Yes, $45 allows you to make up to 60 caps. Yeah, milk milk caps. Yeah, and like, you know, you'd run out of those 60. I think you could go to the store and buy more sheets of caps. That's pretty cool. See, oh, see, oh, that's all. This started out as like, that's literally all a pog is, is a milk cap. Oh really? Is it like, uh, and I'm sure they changed when it became an actual a game that people were playing, and then the pog started making pog. But uh, like it's literally like like the circle cardboard that's on the inside of a milk uh lid. Okay. And it's like I guess like probably I don't even know when back in the 1910s. No, I'm <laughs> back in the day people were just playing with literal milk caps. Like it was probably some kids just made this game up, and their parents. <laughs> Realized how nifty the game was, and they fucking banked on it. <laughs> this looks pretty in- in- crazy, though. You just put it in there, pop it. Pretty cool. Yeah, like right where that circle is. Uh, no, yeah, uh, yeah, right where that circle is, where the button is. Yeah, you line the image up there. You can see through that uh, that little plastic area right there. You can mm. see through that and see your image. And then you put the uh, the circle cardboard there. You close that, and you just press that button. <laughs> And bam, you got a pog. That's blowing my mind. Yeah, I'll be like, bro, I don't give a fuck what kind of pog you have. I have any kind of pog I ever want. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, 36-pack, forty two ninety nine. Yeah. This is a cheaper one, huh? See, back in the day, people were like, man, aren't my Power Ranger pogs cool? And I was like, I have Hustler pogs. <laughs> <laughs> Puppy in my pocket. Puppy in my pocket. Monsters in my pocket! <laughs> is a puppy in my pocket something real? No, that, that's, I, I that's, that was a nineties thing. Puppy in my pocket. I don't know. Twenty four, sixty five, sixty five dollars for that. Yeah, I'm not talking about Pokemon. Seven, seventy eight piece Pocahontas collection, fifty bucks. Jesus, bro. Why do you... memories? Godzilla Metal Battle Stage Armada, uh, seventy four ninety five. See, maybe that's like what I had was a battle stage like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, see, see, and it's like hey, you got the, the two different areas for different, yeah. different players, and you put the circle, like you put your stack in the middle, and one player's slammer's there, and there, and one player's slammer's there, and you gotta wait your turn and shit. Well, I'm sure everyone, like all these are probably different, so this is like a battle stage, oh, where yeah. the other one was like whatever, and then was you- a battle board. Yeah, battle board, and then you have like battle the- Battle arena. Then you had the arena. Yeah, like it didn't have the, like that one don't have the grooves. In the Godzilla, side. the Godzilla one so far was pretty cool. Oh yeah. Uh, Donkey Kong Country pitching pitching game, huh? I don't even know what the fuck. Pitching game. Complete with uh. Hundred nineteen dollars. Pog pitching. What's Pog pitching? But must be like a. They must have made like a new game for it. Yeah. Like not regular. It's like it was like extra. I know it says like the whole thing. It's just like a set. It says complete uh, set of thirty nine Donkey Kong. Exclusive. Kongs. That's the exclusive. It comes with it. It comes with it. Oh, like set. you can't get those Donkey Kong Pogs anywhere else. Yeah, that's yeah. What Don't know what that is really. Pitching Too game. much time has passed. Garfield and Friends thirty nine ninety nine. No one cares. <laughs> that Dragon Ball Z Pogs. And, and, and Animaniacs sixty seven fifty. Oh, those are cool. Uh, Power Rangers again forty nine ninety nine. And just like Cars, dude. People had their own binders filled with. There's like little pog holders. Like Pokemon sixty nine ninety nine. You see everything like everything little single pog thing we've seen is like in like a page, just like a card holder. Yeah, it's pretty shit. cool. Like so, we all had our own binders or pogs. Aren't they? Do you think they sell? Are these like special for like circles, or is this a? Do they just go in card holder? Are these special made holders? Uh. Are they specially made holders? Like, are those card holders with pogs in it, or are they pog holders? Yes. Uh, mm. <laughs> I, it's hard to remember. <laughs> I think there was pog holders. Like, uh, yeah, you can see the circle indention around yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, there were, there's, yeah, there's pog holders. Okay. It's All just right. wild. That so is that was, that was crazy. That is crazy. Man. Wasn't even a planned segment of this episode, but thanks for the memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's because like it's so bizarre that it's like everyone loved this super cheap game with what? milk caps. What happened to Pogs? People realized they were playing with fucking milk caps. You know? The real reason why Pogs disappeared. <laughs> Alf. Oh my god. Oh, dude, pogs for everything, bro. Like most fads of the 1990s, the hammer pants in Polly Shore's career, it's difficult to explain yeah, why Pauly pogs were never considered desirable or even explain them at all. At least Pokemon had a video game world to explore. And at least Beanie Babies were actual stuffed animals. Pogs, though, why were they called milk caps when they were made, when they were made a cardboard disc? What do you do with them? What happened? Blah, blah, blah. Pogs evolved from a playground game into a collectible culture see he's not thinking about the fact that if you take off a milk cap and turn it upside down there's a cardboard circle no he's saying right here pogs began as a playable game in hawaii in the night in the 1920s oh, that sounds like some 20 shit using caps from a popular juice there produced by halakanala dairy the game is actually named after the juice which is which is in turn named after the ingredients passion fruit orange and guava the game Ah. The game bears passing resemblance to other playground games, the Tiddywinks and Marbles, and it's, it is closest to an ancient Japanese game called Minko. Um, yeah, see there you go. That's big, fucking ancient shit. So bro. big companies be- began using them for marketing, and Pogs were no longer associated with juice, of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Unless yeah, as soon as they realized <laughs> that, oh, dude, it, it costs ten cents to make this, and we can sell them uh, for like five dollars. 
Next thing you know, the biggest name brands were creating their own for marketing purposes. The market became completely oversaturated. What he said. <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. This, <laughs> uh, this uni- universally and open branding promoted by the World Pog Federation ultimately proved to be the downfall of the product. The market became oversaturated quickly as uh, blah, 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 guaranteed license to pretty much anyone that paid up for it. Uh, author of Carvana, the Collector's Guide to Antique Hawaiian Milk Covers, uh, documented the Pogs bubble bursting. It was consumed by its own success and excess. Pogs were so cheap and easy to replicate that everyone jumped into the game. People started putting sparkles in them, trying to make them unique in some way. There was There was too much product. You couldn't keep up. So basically, they got so popular that people couldn't collect them anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> like impossible too many. to collect them all. Yeah, so because yeah, there's, like I said, there's a pog for literally everything, man. There's goddamn uh, days of our lives, pog. Oh my god, General Hospital, Tele- no. television shows, bands, sports figures, government agencies, President Bill Clinton, the O.J. Simpson trial, and even the Pope. Had commemorative pogs. Yeah, dude, everything. The fucking OJ Simpson trial yeah, had pogs. Like, OJ on a pog? I didn't do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? The glove? <laughs> oh, look, poison. Those are kind of cool looking. Super. Oh, dude, pogs those, got super cool. Look, these are probably all the original ones. Look, oh, this, look, is how, how, this is how they came. Okay. This is a stack of, like, this is a uh, package of pogs. I forgot, dude, until seeing this, I forgot all about it. That's how they came in, like, these little packages. How many comes and, in there? Six? Uh, maybe, like, maybe, it might even be, like, ten. No. No, it's, like, five or six. I think it's five and a slammer. Okay. That, that would make sense, right? That's a rounded, not yeah. rounded, but that's a grounded number. Yeah. Anyways, but, like, yeah, and then, like, a, a lot of them came with slammers. You get, like, a different slammer every time you get a I feel like I used to see this one all the time, the Japanese symbol one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, and it, that goes back to the 90s. Yin Yang. Yeah, Yin Yang every, everywhere. Oh, dude, everything <laughs> I had had Yin Yangs on it. It's the coolest fucking thing to me. I, I, I think I, I might have also had a Yin Yang uh, slammer board. And shit like that. I think I recall. <laughs> I think, or like my brother did. Like I had the saw and the punk rock dude in the middle of yeah. the saw, and he had the yin yang. I definitely had yin yang pogs for sure. The the game was so competitive it burned fans out. Yeah, that too. A game like pogs, keeps, where yeah. highly desired items are put on the chopping block every session, and the winner takes everything, understandably leads to emotions running pretty high. Competition was pretty cut cutthroat for a playground game, and it wasn't like you could go to eBay and buy back a a. Cu- uh, a, covert, a coveted Pog you lost. Yeah, I guess because some of them were really hard. Like, it's like, oh, this is a special yeah, Pog. Just, like, came across. There's so many. So there's yeah. so many. And it's not like they're. You just happen to come across your Magnum PI Pogs. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no one else has ever seen Magnum PI Pogs, but you got yours, but you lost. So now someone got yours, and you'll never see Magnum PI Pogs again. Yeah. <laughs> this led to a lot of fans of the game burning out because, as any kids or adult will tell you, losing sucks. Yeah. <laughs> schools. Oh, I remember that, too. Yeah, schools started so banning them. So schools them. started banning them. Another thing about the game, where highly desired items are put on a chopping block every session and winner takes all, is that certainly it seems a lot like gambling. In fact, it basically was. While other playground games like Marbles also had a winner-take-all game element, Pogs were pricier, and the game itself seemed much more suspicious with its reliance on pure luck rather than skill. Then there's the issue of coin-like prizes. As such, school across the country started banning the game and tokens, drastically limiting the, the availability to kids to gather and play the game. And as we all know, most kids have the attention span of a gnat. 
especially when it comes to fads. Not letting them play at school gave them plenty of time to forget about the game and focus on other cooler fads like hacky sacks. You have no idea so you think how ha- fucking right he Did is. hacky sacks kill the pog? Pretty much. Well, no, it was, it was, I think, like, uh, almost the whole thing was the school banning thing. Was like, yeah. That was Dude, as he's saying this, it's like, oh, yeah. I was just like, I remember, like, them getting banned from school and me be like, well, fuck pogs now. Yeah. Uh, I guess the creator began to sue. You have to feel pretty bad for... Uh, losing out on the ability to profit on a massive craze literally named after one of the products and then having uh, they actually began repatch- repackaging their own pog juice in cartons rather than bottles just to distance it from the bad reputation oh god oh because like yeah because they, they were they, they were saying they were, they were associated with childhood gambling <laughs> gambling addiction for children uh Eventually, tensions ran so hot that they began filing lawsuits to gain control of the message of their product again. This bit of legality was pretty much the death knell for the product. Some companies tried to resurrect uh, with knockoffs like Tazos and Slammer Whammers. What a bunch of scammers. <laughs> yeah, I know. Slammer Whammers. An attempted reboot came and went. Look, they had like Spider-Man, Marvel Heroes, Marvel Hulk. In 2005, the Funrise Company bought... Oh, fuck, 2005 even? The Funrise Company bought the trademark for Pogs and began printing and distributing new ones, hoping to reboot the product. They had several promotional events attempting to generate buzz, but never picked up because people like to think about nostalgia fads, but not actually do anything with them. They've had the most consistent success in the last place you'd expect. Uh, Pogs are still around, however. What was this say? They'd have okay. Pogs are still around, however, and they and actually have. Very successful, though not in any toy store or anywhere else you expect. In 2001, during Operation Enduring Freedom in Afghanistan, commanders and base leaders realized they had a problem. Uh, military department store found on bases require coins, and coins are heavy. It simply wasn't economical to take up space and wait in overseas shipments. Uh, soldiers so start issuing pog-like cardboard discs in five, ten, and twenty-five cent. Did not they? <laughs> so, so pogs are currency now in the fucking in, in Afghanistan military. military. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways. Yeah, that's some shit, right? That's some crazy pog stuff. Yeah, dude. Like uh, the fucking nineties, bro. What do you think about this beer so far? I think it's amazing. Yeah, you know it's good. I'm yeah, kind of buzzed bro. off the. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of buzz. yeah was, I wonder yeah, if homebrew like homebrew should get you shit. buzz or something. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. I just that ate two. I'm not like I'm. I'm not like. We're not like you know. It's not like it's articulated by these uh, beer production companies, so that like they can you know like be more reasonable. And it's like they don't want to be too potent. I guess. Yeah. So people will drink more of them. So people will buy more of them. But when it comes to crafting your own beer. And about that shit. So like, it's just weird because it's but you know technically it's a lot it's a light light beer, but I'm feeling it, which is weird because I don't. Also, it's I'm drinking, just like the the home brewness of it, the home yeah and everything, the ingredients you know what you're putting in there. Yeah, nothing's cheapened or substituted. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. it's not like it's not like fake, not yeah. faked. Um, so this is a very earthy tasting beer. Uh, the smell lingers. Which is like nice, but it doesn't linger as a taste. It lingers as strict aroma. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know which what I mean? Is, like you said, which is nice. That's how that's how I feel. Like I, I don't taste it in my mouth, but when I when I'm breathing, 
It's like, oh man, it's there, but I don't taste it. So that's why that's pretty good. I guess, and like that contradicts what I was saying that that counts as an aftertaste. I guess, I guess it really don't if, if you can just smell it. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like it's like it's not it's not lingering in my mouth. It's just lingering in my nose. Nose almost. somehow. Yeah, it's, it's so like cool. Straight up in my nose hairs. So uh, in a good way. It's a pretty standard beer. Let's look at some top rated brown ales and see if we've had them on the show. Let's see. The number one rated brown ale is Underground Mountain Brown by Founders Brewing Company. I reviewed this beer. Yeah, I was gonna say. I can't uh, remember if you were here. It might have been me and Allie. It might have been me and Edward because uh, I gave it a two. So the number yeah. one. Oh shit! The number one brown ale you gave a two. Exactly. So <laughs> that doesn't give me a lot of hopes for so, coffee oaky. Uh, so and then uh, and then look at number two is a French toast brown ale. Yeah, so well, that's probably, probably like, more like French, French toast. toast. Brown ale. So it's gonna be very like like very sweet and stuff. Yeah, good. Uh, Sumatra Mountain Brown, uh, basically the same as Underground, but Sumatra instead of whatever they use in Underground. Uh, Cocoa Bender Bravo Twenty Seventeen no by Firestone. Coffee Bender. Coffee Oaky by Oh look, this might be. Tr- I wonder if they still make this Prairie. We get Prairie around here. Mm-hmm. Um. I haven't seen Palo Santo in a long time. A dogfish head. I haven't no, Yeah, no. I remember. Uh, I've had dogfish head. I don't. I don't know where Funky Buddha is. <laughs> Funky Buddha Brewery, but they look. They make three high ranked brown ales. I don't think we can get it around here. Yeah. So so, so other people are making this. Other people are making. People places not in Texas are making. <clears throat> yeah. Look, every single. They must be big into brown ales. The Funky Buddha people. Yeah, I've seen them a bunch of times on this list. Funky Buddha, and I guess Dogfish Head used to make a lot more brown ales. But like I said, Dogfish Head's been around a while, and brown ales is an older style, but it's not it's not really seen and that I much saw anymore. Indian brown ale, I bet you that fucks you up. Oh, man. Oh, you just seen one that said that? Yeah. One of the uh, Dogfish Heads was oh, like yeah, Indian yeah. brown ale. That's crazy. Instead of Indian pale ale. Like a bitter, bitter brown ale. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Wasn't the whole thing about Indian pale ales is like so that they were st- when sh- shipping beer to India so that they were still potent they made them super over potent yeah yeah bitter yeah super bitter oh man okay we're halfway into this episode whoa we're halfway there whoa living on a prayer I'm sorry so on a cat. <laughs> I want to continue where I left off with Ed Ray on the last episode. We talked about we we're talking about camping and whatnot, camping areas, and uh, ghost stories and whatnot. And I want to talk about. Uh, have you ever heard of Espinosa Lake? No, yeah, but I remember you saying that was in Texas. Right? It is in Texas. Look, it's right here in Texas. Espinosa, es- Espinosa, Espinosa Lake. I think it translates to uh, haunted horror. Haunted horrors. <laughs> it's haunted a horror lake. But it's right. Espinosa Lake's like right here. It's literally here's the border of Texas, yeah. you know, and then here's this lake that's apparently haunted. Uh, it's one of the apparently it's one of the it's one of the big mysteries, one of the big Texas mysteries. That's like a, like a real it's like a real story mixed with um, whatever has the lingered. Yeah, mixed with the urban legend. Uh, so I guess the big thing. About this story is that this guy, this guy, his wife and kids, he moved his family from Georgia. He he was running from the law. Moved it. He he they they can't. They went and found a camping spot. They were camping in the woods, the border of Mexico. There, I guess they're planning on going to Mexico, but 
but they stopped like right there at the border, basically camped. Uh, and I guess there's a nearby camp, and I guess some sort of scruffle happened to where the guy was murdered. The dad was murdered. The wife, the the wife was murdered. Oh, and when they went to the camp, to um, I guess someone went to the camp to rescue the daughter, and the daughter was gone. You know, there's no signs of the daughter. And then ten years later, uh, one of the local uh, towns there, uh, they were they were riding by on a carriage or something, or they were go- they were they were traveling by, and they seen a girl. It was like late at night, and this girl was eating a dead animal. What the fuck? And it's that it was the daughter. They said it was the daughter, and she like ran off into the woods. Like she was like like li- yeah, she was like feral, like this feral chick. Holy shit. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and that, it's like for, but it's apparently it's like it's like a haunted, scary area. It was it was already named that, so it was already a haunted, scary area. So I wonder, like, what what could have happened to that girl? Was she raised by wolves? No, no, no. Is that true? Do you think that's possible? Uh, the girl, or just being raised by wolves? It's being raised by wolves? No, it's not. Possible. It's not possible. No, I bet you it's happened. Uh, I'm gonna go, close. Let's see. Something like has a child been raised by by wolves. wolves. One of the best document cases has supposedly been that of Sister Amala and Kamala, discovered by Reverend J. A. L. Sy in 1926, has having been raised by wolves in a forest in India. Feral (laughs) children. It happens. Feral children. That's fucking crazy if it does. So much that they got a fucking section of it on Wikipedia. Uh, French surgeon Serge Aurelius, however, <laughs> has persuasively argued that the case was a fraud uh-uh. perpetrated by Sy in order to raise money for his orphanage. Uh-uh. Child psychologist Bruno states that American were born mentally and physically disabled, yet another scientific studies. A feral children exist, such as the case of Janelle. My God. Victim of sexual abuse and neglect and social isolation. Circumstances are prominently recorded in the NLs of child psychology. She was approximately 20 months old. Her father began keeping her in a locked room. During this period, he almost always strapped her into a child's toilet and or bound her in a crib with her legs and arms and legs and oh, Jesus Christ. The extent of her isolation prevented her from being exposed to any significant amount of speech, and as a result, she did not acquire language during her childhood. Her abuse came to the attention of Los Angeles child welfare authorities. So this is like just Different a feral child. child. Yeah, feral because her dad kept her in a room, not because uh, she was raised by wolves. So, so, so there's, there's debate. There's debate on the <laughs> Whether or not it's the most known child. She was eight years old and had lived with the dogs for six years. The children raised by wolves. What's this one say? Oh my god! Is that real or is that fake? Ah, oh, that's a drawing. Beautiful and disturbing at the same time. The images and uh, have a dreamlike fairy tale quality, yet the lives they portray are real. There are two different scenarios. One where the child ended up in the forest, another where the child was actually at home, so neglected and abused that they found more comfort from animals than humans. The image recreates the case of a uh, Ukrainian girl 
Oxa Mayala also was found living with dogs in a kennel in 1991. She was eight years old and had lived with the dogs for six years. Her parents were alcoholics. One night they had left her bedside looking for warmth. The three-year-old crawled into the farm kennel and curled up with the mongrel dogs. An act they probably saved her life. She ran on all fours, uh, patted with her tongue out, uh, bared her teeth, and barked. Because of her, her Because of her lack of human interaction, she only knew the words yes and no. Now lives in a clinic in Odessa, Odessa, working with the hospital's farm animals. Uh, this is not like charging. The children had had the children had to fight the animals for their own food. They had to learn to survive. When I read the when I read their stories, I was shocked and horrified. There are 15 cases in her feral children project staged photographs telling the stories of people isolated from human human contact, often from a very young age. So her parents died, and then she was like just. There, there, so and live with the dogs. Outside and settling with the dogs. Jesus. No one ever found out, I guess. Yeah, that's fucking crazy shit. Sounds miserable. But I guess I, I wonder. Yeah, I mean, I just wonder how crazy that that idea is. Like, like someone had to come up with that idea. That you think you think all ideas stem from some level of realism, or do you think some things are just pure fiction? Like. Being raised by wolves, yeah. Well, like I think both are true. Like uh, any, that you know, it's happened enough to where like any story about someone being raised by wolves is based off of something that's happened because it has happened. It's such a weird story, huh? Yeah, it is. I wonder how that would work. It's Do you definitely think... different than Tarzan, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you think animals just uh, well? Well, see, that's why I thought maybe it never has ha- actually happened. Like. Unlike your fucking Disney movie or some shit, or like fucking Gone with the Wolves or whatever the fuck. Uh, I don't even think Gone with the Wolves is about being right <laughs> like, like, unlike any movie you've ever seen, the wolves aren't just going to be like, oh, hey, there's this thing that likes around and it wants to live with us and be like us. Okay. They'll be like, no, get the fuck out of here. You know? <laughs> get the fuck out of Or eat them. Yeah. But it also depends on uh, circumstances like... She went out and started living with dogs that was on her oh, okay. farm. All right, like so she knew these dogs already. Yeah. You don't think you don't think a uh, a mama wolf just takes in a child, mm. or like an I just I, it's I just obviously not impossible. It's just improbable. Yeah, I guess it's too crazy. Yeah, I guess most most stories is like the animal eats the child or something. Well, know. like animals do feel emotions and shit, like. Uh, so it's again, it's it's possible. Animals, animals. animals. What what animal do you think would be most likely to raise a child? Like maybe, uh, oh, maybe gorillas or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or like like uh, just like Tarzan, or, like uh, like monkeys, monkeys or maybe. Champions. There is little champions. scientific knowledge about feral children. Okay, that, we already seen that. Yeah, it's just kind of like. In another word, re- repeat everything. Yeah, saying. no, I just don't know what to think. Tarzan, yeah, I guess the, I guess wolves is too crazy. Who, who, who? Which story was the wolves that raised them? Uh, Jungle Book. Jungle Book was wolves. He's raised by wolves. Yeah, yeah. See, that's a perfect example of how like it's supposed to go. Yeah. Are you drunk? I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my I'm also tired. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, I was like, yeah, this. This beer is surprisingly kind of potent. I am not drunk. You're drunk. Very, very. You're a towel. Very interesting, tasting beer. What would you rate our beer? If 
fucking ten. But I'm a ten. It's the, you know what? No, I'm, I'll give it a eight. I'm gonna say this is the best brown ale ever made. Yeah. No, yeah, like I feel like I, the drowsiness is like making me feel more drunk. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. That drowsiness was there before I ever started drinking. It's crazy. It's crazy. Today we talked about feral children and if it's possible that they could live. Uh, Keenan doesn't believe that feral children are real. I have, I'm suspi- I, I suspend my disbelief. I think some feral children are real. And I think that this girl in Texas was raised by wolves and learned to eat dead animals and lives in the woods and fought Bigfoot. We then talked about brown ales. We were we were talking about the brown ale that we made. We made this brown ale has uh it has a whole bunch of we, you know what I put so much stuff in here. You that, don't even know. No, because you know so some of it some of it comes out. You know I put smoked malt in here. There's, there's, oh yeah, should be kind of like that, a smoky yeah. like a smoky flavor. I put uh honestly I think I put too much chocolate malt in it. Cause then it's such oh, a distinctive taste because all the chocolate malt. No, no, no. I think I put too much chocolate malt, and the chocolate malt is too was too. Uh, um, it was too hard. The, the sugars were too hard for us to get a higher alcohol content. I think that's why they put. I, I think that's why they put so little chocolate malt whenever they do uh, stouts and stuff. No, that makes um, sense, but uh, and then. We put rar, we put rar, uh, uh, rar pale malt in there. So it's ba- the base is rar malt, but then we have a bunch of like we have. I I put uh, that nutty stuff in there. What is that? some kind of nut malt, and then uh, oats. It was oats. I put oats in it. I'm so crazy. I put bunch we, of, we put bunch of oats this beer had so many different ingredients as far as malt profile goes. It's gonna be so crazy when we do our IPA. Was it just like a gamble to how it's gonna taste? Like I'm just throwing all this in here. Let's see what of these things I make it, I throw here. I make it up. We're actually gonna taste. No, well, I'm making up the recipes in my head. I, mean, <laughs> I know. I know what I'm kind of. Yeah. I, I kind of know what we're aiming for and stuff. What's gonna be interesting is like so this. So the Pell was very like a base. We had a base malt. We had like one specialty malt. And then we had the two, the the one point five ounces, not even two ounces, one point five ounces of hops, which was very base hops. Yeah. And then we added the agave. This one I did like, like five. I did like six different malts. Two two ounces of uh, hops, and then uh, some special specialty. Specialty stuff for the brew, and then special stuff for the boil. Damn. Two parts of a tree. Two parts <laughs> of a tree. And so, In our tree. So, uh, so that's what we did. For and then for our IPA, it's going to be a, a very strict base malt, but with just so many hops that it's going to be so. We're make. Oh yeah, by the way, the, the IPA we're going to make at least a hundred IBUs. So yeah. let's be crazy. That is going to be crazy. I just want the most. Bitterest craziest bitterest beer, beer. razor sharp hardcore IPA. well it's called it's called razor sharp ipa by kung lao oh, <laughs> so, oh that's cool and so it's gonna be just like a very i wanted to taste like it's slicing us open bit by it like i want us when we drink the ipa it's gonna taste like we're being sliced open by a hat <laughs> which i'm gonna do i'm aiming for i'm gonna this is the beer i'm gonna aim for at least eight to ten percent I want to hit Alcohol? eight. Yeah, I want yeah. to hit eight to ten percent. So that's yeah. that's my big That'd be goal. Crazy, I'm gonna because like these beers, like this one's low. The other yeah. One's high, and they're like 
doing something. Exactly. That buzz, bro. So I'm gonna try my best to hit eight to ten percent, and so and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm probably gonna double up on my yeast to make sure that I have enough yeast that's We're gonna, gonna eat in the sugar. And then I'm just what's gonna happen is gonna be longer. Longer sparging time and just letting the letting all the sugar drip it, out so everything it, I can. It's gonna take longer than other beers have. Oh yeah, it's gonna take a long. It's gonna take like twice all as long. twice as long, like morning morning to evening, like night, just to finish the beer because just because I want it to be, I want to get all the sugar out. I want to make sure it's perfect and that we get a high enough, uh, a decent enough gravity and enough yeast to convert to ten percent. Then we talked about. We also talked about pogs today. That's a Fucking surprise. Pogs. You know, I feel you trying to uh, wrap up this episode. I wanted to do a reaction video. I don't know if you want to still have time for that or pu- plug. Do you want to react to that one. video? I do. You do. I do. I want you to. I've done seen it like ninety nine times, but it's like everyone's doing it. What time do you have to go do somewhere? No, it's whenever we're done. Oh, whenever we're done. Yeah. I have another beer if you want to do that. Like put it on another episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. And we can do like a quick episode. Like, yeah, yeah, just reacting, like, talking about music react, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, just a little quick. Beef it up to make it bonus 30 minutes. Episode. I mean, it's a really, it's really like a bonus beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Pogs are cool. Pogs are cool. Yeah, Would you want them to come back? Huh? Would you want them to come back? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, now I'm like, I'm fucking 35 and shit. Like, you know, <laughs> I ain't going out. No, I don't care now. <laughs> I don't like, care now. If, if kids started playing with Pogs again, you'd be happy. I'd be super amused by that. Oh, yeah. like Pogs. But I'm not going to go out and buy Pogs. If they made a comeback, I probably would just to have them. But I ain't going, bro, you want to play Pogs? You know what's crazy? I saw a game being made that was similar to Pogs, but it was like Pogs that you put into like a wristwatch thing. Yeah, that kind of sounds like uh I have one of those Yu-Gi-Oh! Dueler. Oh, yeah, that's crazy, huh? That's crazy. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Dueler things. Man, things used to be so crazy back in the day. Yeah, things used to be cool. Now, now everything just farts. <laughs> yeah. And like, which is a night, which is funny that way pooed it's, fu- <laughs> it's funny because you don't really see that, you don't really see that much fart jokes in media anymore. That was like more of a 2000s thing. As a matter of fact, that was like half the amusement of Gak is you can make it make fart sounds. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so. a whole other 90s product. <laughs> Gak. Oh, God. Oh, parents hated Gak. Paws are crazy. Cabal's Brown Ale, the Nomad. Made by us, Opinions and Beer. Our second beer, our next beer is coming out uh, probably in August or September. We have until September to make it, but uh, based off our brewing schedule, uh, probably probably late August, uh, it'll be it'll be ready to review. And... Um, uh, which one you, you're doing the uh, razor sharp IPA is what we're doing next. Yeah, man. Like so. Well, August, I have a list. Where's my list? <laughs> list? Let me tell you. Let me tell you our brew schedule. In August, we're getting fucked up. Is you know what? No, I'll tell you the. Bre- let me tell you the brew schedule next time. We had a fun time here. We did have a fun time here. You sure? I did. You like this beer? <laughs> you said Brown you sure, and I said I did. That's the beer you're is like fucking up. with my head. Are you sure? You're I did. Up. Yeah. You know, there's, there's there's weird stuff in here. It could be, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's technically an essential oil. It could be getting us high. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, right. Like I, I think. I, I mean, just, I like, did not. I, didn't, I I ain't eating a. Dr- uh, it's not like I, I ain't eating anything today. And like uh, that's it's, probably contributing. Factor. It's it's not like I it's not like I use this as it's not like I got this essential oil ready to be consumed. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw it in naturally. Oh God! <laughs> so I don't know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who knows what was on that thing? Oh, you weren't joking about it having Cabal's oil. No, I wasn't. Oh, God. I was like, oh, I get it. It's a nod towards the character. No, there's fucking oil in here. That's, I'm making it as if they made it. 
Oh god, that's my goal. It tastes so peculiar. My goal is to make these beers as Literally if literally cabal beer. Yeah, that's what the other one was. I made that beer like like that's why I used agave because that agave grows in the desert. Perfection valleys in the desert. I'm making uh, things. I want to make things as if they made the beer. Yeah, but you really look into it. Agave so our razor sharp IPA says so Kung Lao. The dude with a hat made a damn beer. Yeah, from India or now India IPAs aren't from India. Never mind. You know what I mean. You know I know what an IPA is. Don't look at me like that. You know <laughs> what an IPA is. Yeah, we just talked about it. That's that's just your opinion. I'm sure it's facts, but okay. And that's fine, because all we have here are opinions, opinions and, and beer. We are opinions and.